Hello and welcome back to 15 Minutes of Fascism, a sadly topical podcast covering the global rise of the radical right. I'm Dr. Craig Johnson bringing to you this week an episode of Faces of Fascism, a mini-series in which I discuss leading members of the right wing internationally. Today I'm talking about a guy named Matt Walsh, a commentator on the Daily Wire, a virulently anti-LGBTQ provocateur with a sort of South Park-level quote-unquote satire masquerading as politics. Matt Walsh was born in 1986 in New Jersey, where he was raised in a Catholic family. Uh, he still practices Catholicism to this day. He was also raised in a Catholic school. He attended the University of Maryland and studied political science. After college, he did some traveling and even taught English in China, but when he came back to the United States, he established himself as a conservative political influencer, blogger, and commentator. The reason that I bring up Matt Walsh's Catholicism is that he practices and considers himself to be an exemplar of a particularly conservative form of Catholicism. His Catholicism is not the Catholicism of, say, you know, the current Pope of the Catholic Church, Pope Francis, but rather something a lot more like the previous Pope, Pope Benedict XVI, a Catholicism that is intransigent, intolerant, and just old-fashioned. Walsh started as a talk radio host in 2011 in Delaware, and then moved to Lexington, Kentucky. Finally, in 2013, he moved from talk radio to blogging and online sites due to having his radio program canceled for the second time. Walsh moved to work for an organization called The Blaze, which was a media company, an online media company, in 2014, and was a premium TV station, you know, like one of those, you got to pay for it off of your cable platform TV stations. It was owned by Glenn Beck, who was at the time one of the leading conservative commentators in the sort of like Obama post-W. Bush era. Walsh began a career of being a right-wing talking head. He wrote for the Huffington Post, he wrote for the Daily Wire, and did a bunch of appearances on a lot of the talking head shows on Fox News, namely Tucker Carlson, you know, Fox and Friends, stuff like that. He also appeared on one of the most popular podcasts in the world, The Joe Rogan Experience. By 2018, he had established himself as a big name in this world. He made his own YouTube show, which is called The Matt Walsh Show, which made a massive amount of money on the YouTube platform until it was demonetized very recently for his continued misgendering of Dylan Mulvaney, after her controversial promotion campaign for Bud Light. Now, Walsh is a provocateur. That's what his whole career and brand is. His whole deal is saying extreme right-wing things, flirting with fascism as a quote-unquote joke, in order to appeal both to those who like fascism and those who like it when people get reasonably upset when people say shitty things, right? Walsh is a perfect example of how people tow that line, you know? If somebody earnestly likes the things that he is supposedly saying as just a joke, he's fine with it. You know, he likes it if they're just a fascist and they like him. And if people think that it is just a joke and are willing to accept his claim that he doesn't actually believe any of these things, then he's willing for them to go along with him too. For example, Walsh's Twitter bio calls himself a, quote, theocratic fascist. Those are his words. It's on his Twitter bio. You could look at it right now. Now that's hyperbole. Walsh is not a theocrat and he's not a fascist. He isn't like, you know, actually in favor, at least openly, 
of ending democracy in the United States or in the Western world. And he is also not really in favor of like politics being completely dominated and literally run by actual clergy. You know, he, he's not really in favor of that either. Instead, when he says he's a theocratic fascist, he's using it both as a joke, you know, as a way to own the libs, right, that kind of thing. But he's also appealing to people who are, in fact, theocratic fascists and just like the fact that they have somebody out there in the actual mainstream who's saying exactly the same shit that they would say if they had as big an audience as Matt Walsh does, right? It shows the extent of his right-wing thinking and his connections to the extreme right. When it comes to Walsh's actual views, they're pretty clear. He is anti-abortion by virtue of his Catholicism that does not put him outside of the mainstream of the Catholic Church. However, Walsh is very virulently anti-abortion. He says that abortion is wrong in absolutely every single case, zero exceptions whatsoever. Walsh believes that the problem with teen pregnancy isn't that the teens are underage, you know, like potentially that they have been the victims of sexual assault or sexual violence, that the problem is instead that they aren't married, right? Walsh is, again, a conservative Catholic, and he believes that sex should only be committed in order to achieve literal procreation, and he believes that sex should not happen outside of marriage. Now, again, this is a very conservative Catholic position, but it's not a particularly unusual one when we look at things historically. In many ways, Walsh's politics, and especially his sexual politics, are just like super old-fashioned. They're just what people really did, in fact, used to believe. In this sense, Walsh is kind of a dinosaur, a little bit more of a reactionary than a fascist as such, because, you know, he's not like really calling for a radical modern new world full of commensurately radical modern new men to meet its requirements. Instead, he's one of those turn-back-the-clock types. He wants the world to go back to the way that he imagines that it used to be when I guess there weren't abortions, when of course we all know that there have always been people practicing abortion, not just in the United States, but throughout the world. Walsh argues that, quote, woke culture is a new form of discrimination. He likens it to Nazi Germany or to the Soviet Union. Matt Walsh is centrally, like the big focus of his career, at least right now, is that he is at the forefront of anti-trans rhetoric. He calls gender-affirming care of any kind, this is from talk therapy to puberty blockers to surgery, abuse. That's, quote, his words. He says that it is abuse, that it is child abuse. This, of course, despite the fact that the medical professional community, not just in the United States, but also throughout most of the world, agrees that this care reduces the rates of suicide among trans youth and is therefore literally saving people from dying. Um, that doesn't sound like abuse to me, and it doesn't sound like abuse to the doctors that practice it. But, of course, Walsh is a poli-sci graduate from the University of Maryland, and he definitely knows what those things are. Matt Walsh's provocateur career has gotten two big jolts. These come from his two big publications, one of which is a supposedly children's book. It's called Johnny the Walrus. This is a book about a boy who pretends that he's a walrus one time. You know, he sticks little things in his teeth and flaps around. His mom thinks that it's really funny, and the kid thinks that it's funny, and they have a nice laugh, this kid playing pretend. But then, of course, the fable narrative of the story breaks in. The people around the kid, the people around Johnny, notice that he's pretending to be a walrus and decide that that means that he really is a walrus, that deep down inside, he is a walrus, and that therefore his mom needs to respect this fact about him. 
and that he might need to have his behavior change, that he needs to, you know, grow blubber and fur, and also that they say that he needs to go to a doctor who is going to hack off his hands and feet and replace them with flippers so that he can be a walrus. That is, until an author insert zookeeper, like, you know, this zookeeper is literally drawn to look exactly like Matt Walsh, an author insert zookeeper tells the boy that he is just pretending, and that boys are boys and walruses are walruses, and they all laugh basically into the sunset, right? This book is obvious transphobic content, like it's just really transparent here, and it has an obvious transphobic market. The purpose of this book is to give it, I guess, to kids? Although I don't really know if kids would actually like this book, because like kids like imaginative stuff, and they don't really like scary stories where people threaten to cut off their hands and feet. I don't know. Anyway, the book's transphobic content is it's pretty clear, right? The, Walsh's purpose here is to try to make a book that I guess transphobes could read to their kids in order to scare them away from exploring identity or just like playful imagining. I, 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 you know, it's, it's a really muddled message there. Walsh pushed hard to get the book listed as an LGBTQ book on websites, knowing that they would later have to take it down from those sections so that he could complain and say that they were being homophobic. Also, so that he could say that he is a best-selling author of, you know, queer-affirming childhood fiction, because that's what he is. He, he just is, you know, he's, he's, he's a provocateur, right? His, his whole deal is like, eh, you know, that's, that's his whole career, is being somebody like that. This has continued with his latest real foray in media. It's a supposed documentary. It's called What is a Woman? And if, unfortunately, like me, you follow this guy on Twitter, I follow him because I follow a lot of fascist right-wing people on Twitter. It's really upsetting, and it makes the internet really confused about who I am. Anyway, this is a supposed documentary in which Matt Walsh goes around to various people and asks them the question, what is a woman? He then argues with them. And that's the whole movie, right? That's the whole thing, is that he argues with people about what a woman is and what being a woman means. Now, a lot of the people that he speaks to are conservative, and a lot of them are liberal. Some of them are even trans themselves. Many of these people allege and are going through some legal processes saying that Walsh lied to some of them in order to get them on the film, and that some of the people that he lied to are indeed minors, and some of those people are indeed trans people who are minors, right? And that's, like, not just creepy, it also carries some legal consequences. The movie is pretty clear propaganda. The central claim of it is that the left and queer activists can't answer the question, what is a woman, at least not to Walsh's satisfaction. Of course, this is exactly the kind of, like, you know, stuff that he does, right? Well, they can't even answer what a woman is. And he would never be satisfied with a complicated, gender-performative, queer-affirming, you know, Lauren Berlant-style answer to this question because he believes that sex and gender are both binary and that they are directly linked, right? You know, he thinks that if you have two X chromosomes, that means that you are a biological woman and also that you are a woman in gender, right? Now, neither of these things are binary. Neither of them have ever been as simple as Walsh claims. This has not been the case throughout all of human history. However, Walsh does not care about that. He just wants a, a cash grab to promote the common sense, quote-unquote, understanding that most people have in order to show how 
foolish and like off the wall and out of touch the liberals are. However, I don't want to give you the impression that Walsh is just an internet provocateur. He's not just a propagandist. Recently, he has escalated from this sort of like media persona guy to real world activism. He started targeting hospitals for harassment and like promoting harassing campaigns for hospitals that provide gender affirming care to minors, such as Vanderbilt University and the Boston Children's Hospital. Now, these hospitals do provide gender affirming care to minors, but they do not provide surgery. They provide therapy and they provide puberty blockers, which again are the standard regimen of care for minors who are experiencing gender dysphoria or who are trans, right? That's the standard thing to do. These hospitals are literally just doing their jobs to protect the lives of children and also to help them through an extremely difficult time in their lives. This has not stopped Walsh from encouraging others to harass the people at these hospitals and from harassing them himself. Some of these harassment campaigns have involved massive letter writing campaigns, call-ins. Some of them have even resulted in a fake bomb threat against some of these hospitals. So again, Walsh is not just a talking head, right? He is actually trying to get people to threaten real violence. This makes him, in, you know, some definitions, a terrorist. Matt Walsh has, like I said, recently moved from YouTube and other platforms to The Daily Wire, which has become a real central, you know, like a central hub for the not-quite-fascist extreme right-wing. He's a growing voice linking the violent activist fringe of the extreme right with its media narrative. All right, that was 15 Minutes of Fascism, a sadly topical podcast covering global rise of the radical right. I'm Dr. Craig Johnson, thanking Sleepy Kitty Arts and Sleepy Kitty Music for our intro, outro, and graphics. If you enjoyed the podcast, please like, share, and subscribe. Please leave a review on whatever it is you're listening to this on. Check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash 15 minutes of fascism. That's 15 minutes of fascism spelled out and all one word. That's also where you can reach me on Gmail, 15 minutes of fascism at gmail.com. I am still on Twitter, hist of the right, that's H-I-S-T of the right, and fascism15. Like I said, I am going to be spinning up my Blue Sky and I guess Threads accounts. That will be coming in the coming weeks. All right. Thanks very much. And I will talk to you Thursday. Thursday.